0: All right then, here we go. So, um, welcome back to the Think Education podcast, uh, as ever, uh, hosted by Judith Lamy and myself, Christopher Hill. Today, we are going to talk <laughs> about community, uh, particularly in the way in which a university, I suppose, lives within a community, uh, draws its identity from a community, and I suppose, in turn, interacts with well as we've been talking about in the past Not just the community where it finds itself But the community wherever it goes right? And, and the community of students And how that, that reaches out So that's, that's the topic for today Community and, and to an extent The identity um, and, and Judith you've been, you've been writing And thinking about this now for, for a while Where do you see Where do you see I guess This, this, this issue going Or where, where are we with this How do we try to even frame it
1: I think there's there've been some interesting developments, particularly in the UK, over the last few years, in terms of of universities and their civic engagement. You know their civic mission. You know how much are they contributing to the locations in which they're placed, the uh, be it the cities or the towns or the regions them themselves. And and I think it probably was a, a response to a number of things, not least. Uh, I, I think probably over the last five or so years, a little bit of the tension that there has been, you know, between the government sometimes and universities, between the public and universities, between, you know, well, what is the purpose of the university and what's it doing? You know, it's here, it's massive, it's in our city. What is it actually doing for us? We hear all the time about what it's doing internationally and isn't that fantastic and we hear how they're bringing in all these international students or they're setting up campuses overseas, but you know, I just live around the corner from the university. So, what's, a, what's it doing for me? And there was a there was a, a, a piece written um, through uh, UPP that de- developed a, um, a, a a piece of work on um, the Civic University University Commission report. That was in 2019, and it was a really interesting piece of work actually because what it did was it, it sort of explored what had been taking place so far across a number of universities, not just across the UK, actually. So it would be good maybe to come back to that point shortly. Uh, and I think in many ways, what it concluded was universities do a lot of good or did a lot of good individual bits of work, you know, but there wasn't really a coherent strategy for, for really not what they were doing within their city and region. And then probably most importantly, how they were then communicating that to 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 um to others, because you know at its most simplistic, saying to people, "This university employs hmm. three thousand members of staff, but not just does it employ those members of staff, its whole supply chain adds another several thousand there." To, to what it's bringing into the to the region, it's bringing people in yeah. to live and their families. You know, so so the economic impact, you know, and the impact of basically having a big business on your doorstep. Mm. Here, here's how that's positive, and and I think it sort of started from it started from there as well. And and so I started when that particularly when that report came out. As I say, in two thousand and nineteen, I personally started to reflect on not only then what were universities doing with regard to their civic mission at the time and I was working at the university at the time in in their executive team but actually how does that how does that marry with a university's international ambition how can you be truly civic at the same time as being globally active and you know international and that to me was the, the sort of the interesting you know challenge for some universities in in terms of how how are they going to to be able to demonstrate that they are in and of their city, they're supporting the city, they're supporting local communities from individuals to community groups to businesses, but at the same time getting out there on an international stage. Uh, And I think sometimes people had seen the two as somewhat mutually exclusive you know that you've got two circles a long way away from each other and you know that you can't bring them together but i see them very much as venn diagrams you know that there are things that are absolutely on your doorstep and the work that you're doing within your local community there, but there are also things that you can do locally that have a strong impact regionally nationally and internationally and Conversely, there are things that you can be doing internationally that feedback and support what you want to be doing mm-hmm. locally. You know, so so I so I just you know, and I, I, and I was then just reflecting on the different universities that I've you know worked in, some of which have been in in very big cities, um, and all have had you know a different type of engagement with the city. That they've been in, depending on the size and the location, as well. In many ways, you mm. know, from Birmingham to Leeds, probably in one way. One of the more interesting ones was probably Middlesex University, because you've got a different sort of identity there mm. in a in a small part of northern London than you would have, let's say, in a in a city yeah. like Leeds, which is more defined. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't communities within sure.
0: cities, sure, yeah. of
1: course, there are, but somewhere like London, so massive that it, it's almost a London itself is, is, is more like a county, isn't it? It's less about a London identity, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that, for me, was, was sort of where I was starting to think there's, a, there's, an, there's an interesting reflection to be had here in terms of how do universities celebrate and communicate that strong civic identity and mission that they've got whilst at the same time being international.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, is it? Because obviously, the word "civic" itself is—you know—it's—it's the root of "city," right? It's—it's—it's a—it's a a fixed location. And as you were, you know, as you were talking, then I was thinking, reflecting back on on how you're trying to make this, not how you're trying to make this thing, but how we're trying to explain the link between the local and the international, and and thinking. I mean, it's very much rooted in conversations we've had before about the sense of identity, right? Which is. You know you're if you are civic you are civic minded you are civic identity you know you you are constructed in a way that is either representative of or represents depending on which way you look at it the the place and you know that 's either the exact reason why you go abroad because you're you 're taking that thing with you you know you're you 're exporting the identity um, and often that 's why you go where you go because they want that identity so you know we 've had that conversation before about you know often for british universities that are in cities where they've got you know notable premiership football clubs like they their reputation is maybe
1: yes.
0: higher than than it would be if they, they were in a, a different city and and then it also made me think a lot about this interaction between the university and its own city because obviously in for those people listening that that aren't familiar with with i guess english vernacular we have this expression town and gown you know this the sort of almost i mean it's it's there's a very clear demarcation between the ordinary people in the town and then the sort of elite snobby toffs in the, the weather fancy gowns in university. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's fine. It's an old expression, but the reality of the separation sometimes between the institution, the university, as you say, Oh, well, what do they do? What do they do for us? You know, uh, you know, I see their students running around our city making noise, but what do they actually do and contribute? And, and and I, I i think the point you made at the beginning for me is critical this this sense of communication you know how you know it comes down to what is the purpose of a university truly what's what's the point of it um and it doesn't re, it doesn't live in a vacuum its its students have to come from somewhere its research funding has to come from somewhere and in theory its research output has to go somewhere so it's you know it's it's supposed to be connected to the world um but how does, it, how does it tell people that? I'm, I remember being at a conference, this is a long time ago now, um, it was in Hong Kong. And uh, there was a speaker from a Japanese university. And I didn't know the Japanese university, and, and I, I don't remember the name, of it partly because I didn't know it then. But he, um, he the speaker got up and, and said, um, oh no, no, my university, you know, we're fully integrated in our community. If you, you, know, you get in a cab, from the airport and you tell them you're going to the university, they know exactly where you're going, right? If you go into um, a barber shop anywhere in the town and you tell them you work at the university, they know who you are, they know what's happening, they'll give you the special discount. And literally everybody else in the crowd was like, really, like this really works? Like people, you know, you've managed to integrate to the extent where you've built a relationship, right? It's not just a, oh yeah, we've got we've got something, you know, down the road and, and, all the universities I've worked with the same thing you know that that concept of well how do we engage with the community beyond simply getting recruitment numbers right you know what's the what's the function of our place what's the function of our of our connection with community because you know your point about there being different counties different communities obviously a university itself is a community within which there are many subcommunities within which there are sub-sub-sub-communities um, who often feel greater kinship with people Thousands of miles away than they do with people, you know, down there down the road. So yeah, no, I thought I thought those were some I mean, I don't have the answers to them. Right. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm i think I think we understand the abstract about why we go, why we export, why we expand. But yeah, I'm obviously nuanced by by example. Right. Yeah, I mean, your your um, example of Japan, I think is an interesting one because I
1: that just then, you know, made me think about um, about identity and culture as well, and, and how, and this is, yeah, I, okay, we're, we're talking broad brushstrokes here, but, um, you know, how some countries, how some cultures, how some areas really, you know, have relationship building and community at the heart of everything that they do, be they a massive big company, yep. or a big university or a small little market stall that's that's around the corner, and from my point of view, having lived and having lived and worked in Japan, having worked closely there with 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 big companies like Toyota and small little companies and a number of universities, it's interesting that you you use the example you do because I can almost see that working across Japan because of the importance that they hold with family, with community, with sort of local identity but also with a national identity too and i wonder whether therefore in somewhere like japan it would be more likely that that could be something that they're aiming for but also that would work Mm. there might be more of a challenge for us in other in other countries in other areas where we've probably got a more individualistic way Mm. in which we we look at things you know i mean one thing that um i have been reflecting on as as well uh in in looking at you know the community and and how we interact with the community as, as universities is also then pairing it back to how we do as individuals you know and we are both great fans of, of the wonderful terry pratchett of course so i've recently been rereading uh, unseen academicals and there's a great bit in there about the importance of belonging you know, the importance of belonging to, to um, a, a community, you know, the, the importance of sort of fitting in, in many ways, you know. And it did then make me think of you know my own personal journey, but I'm sure, you know, individuals listening to this will be the same, wherever they're living or wherever you're living, you might have lived there the whole of your life, or you might have only lived there for the last few years. But I guarantee that there will be people living there, either the whole of their life or, you know, in the last 20 minutes and everything in between. But the point is you all sort of want to feel like you belong, don't you, to that community and in that community and are supported by the community. And I suppose, how does this then connect into to a university? Well, a university is then located in that environment where, you know, people are thinking, in that sort of a way, and therefore what they don't want to have is something there that's on their doorstep where they they almost see it as something that isn't belonging, that it's there, it sits there, it's, you know, you have to walk around the outside of it because you can't go through it because there's all barriers around it. I mean, that in itself is interesting, actually, isn't it? Because I don't know what it's like where you are, Chris, now, but certainly, you know, in uh, in the, the... Swansea University, where I am, you know, Birmingham University, where i w- worked for, for many years, very much open to the community. You know, so A, you can walk from A to B, and you can go through, and you can stop and have a cup of coffee if you want to, and you can go onto the campus, and you can go and you can go to the library, and you can go to the sports centre, and you know, it very much is part of supporting that community, and there, there aren't those physical barriers, as well as those other sorts of barriers that the they used to be in the past and so I suppose you know as individuals we want to to feel as though we belong to a community but also we want to see those evidence of those things within our community supporting us or you know I guess also um, respecting us as a community Yeah. and that might have been a challenge for some universities in the past who in their efforts potentially and I'm not not particularly naming any universities here, although we might be able to think of some. Um, but, you know, potentially they're located where they are, but they're not particularly mm-hmm. bothered about that. Yeah. You know, they'd really rather t- w- look over where they are and, and look somewhere else. And, and I, you know, I, I think it really is important that you're part of the community in which you're located and you demonstrate how you're supporting that community it could be economically mm-hmm. it could be educationally it could be to do with you know social care, health and well-being, you know, how are you helping and working together in partnership with that community as equals and coming back to your other point then around town and gown because that very much was not looking at mm. as, as equals was it far, far from it You know, whereas, you know, the importance, I suppose, then, therefore, then, of some of these and mentioning what I mentioned right at the beginning, you know, about the um, uh, civic university um, commission paper and report, you know, that was all about how you make sure you work in partnership to develop now what they're saying, the civic university agreements, you know, across the piece so you can see what you're doing together in terms of collaborating to to Know achieve what you want to achieve for the city and the region and the town or whatever yeah, you're yeah. located in, yeah. in, in which
0: you are, in which you're living. Which, I mean, in a sense, we, we, I suppose, we can see that as a, particularly with the English case that we're talking about, you know, the, we can see that as a reflection of the way that university has changed within society. I mean, the, when the town and gown, you know, you are talking about what 1% of the population is going to university, you are talking about a, mm. a, a upper socioeconomic group of people who are able to afford it and can go and then those people get sent off to run India right you know the way we were preparing rightly or wrongly and and (laughs) yeah that's a pretty interesting conversation to have but like you know the as we've opened access to to greater sections of the population and and more and more people have the opportunity to go to and do go to university obviously the purpose of university and the identity of university has has changed like we've again with the, with the example we're giving you know we've almost democratized education in that sense we've we've made it okay it's not necessarily affordable but it's at least accessible to more people than than it perhaps would have been would have been before and so therefore must the identity and the link to the community change because the town and gown thing like that's a probably that that was a source of pride if you were the gown right you were elite, oh, absolutely right that wasn't a oh they don't think we're one yeah. of the people we don't want to be one of the people like we are who we are whereas now yeah there's thankfully there's more of a uh, obligation responsibility opportunity you know to be part of the 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 community in which you are you are located but I think then that that you know, if we can if we can accept that, we can make that link. The next part of that conversation is what, what you were saying at the beginning. Well, how do you export that, or how do you move that? If you've if you've established that you are of the community and you're there for the value of the community, how then do you? Um, I don't know if it explains the right word, but articulate why you need to go somewhere else. It's like, well, again, yeah. what for what value, right? I mean, what what's the purpose of of that that movement? Um, and and some of the stories yeah, you've been think, telling me about about that that sort of uh, tension are, I think, are really interesting. Not just from an institutional perspective, but human nature, right? It's a I've been very interested in the stuff. Obviously, we've not talked about it today, but that we've talked about in the past. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, you you're probably about to say something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but no, that's exactly what I was I was going to say actually. And and I suppose one of the things that does some, sometimes occur to me is that there can be that tension. You know, for, for for either people locally or, you know, um, companies locally to sometimes say, well, why are you going somewhere else? And what is, by implication, it's then, what is wrong with us yeah. here yeah. that means you have to go there? And I mean, and I've even had that personally. You know, people have said to me over the years, well, why did you go and work in Japan? Why did you go and work in Europe? Why are you going to work in um Swansea? You know, what's 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 wrong with Birmingham? What's wrong with just around the corner? And and that I think sometimes that tension in in terms of therefore being able to, to discuss and you know work with 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 people locally as well as regionally to say just because you're doing something beyond the boundaries of where you are, you know, doesn't mean that you're detracting from it in any way, in fact actually what you're trying to do is to take that out beyond those boundaries and it, and, and in itself even actually I find boundaries an interesting mm, point because yeah. boundaries can be very 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 tight as well and small can't they so for some people the boundary is around them, yeah. it's around their yeah. street,
0: yeah.
1: it's around so if you are in Birmingham it's, and you're in Harbour and it's like why are, why are you going to edge past them? Why are you going to Moseley, you know? And then it gets broader, doesn't it? If you're in Birmingham, it's why are you going to Leeds mm-hmm. if you're in England? Why are you going to Wales if you're in the UK? Why are you going to, to, yeah. to Brexit? It reminds me of those things I used to, you used to write on your um, on your pencil case 5,000 years ago when I was young and in school, you know, and it would be Judith Lammy and then it would be Northampton, England, UK, the world, the universe, and sort of... But it's where does that boundary stop? Yeah. And in a sense, therefore, where do you belong? Where do you locate yourself? Do you look, and, and of course, it's not a series of simple concentric circles. No. Um, but I've certainly found, and you know, you, Chris, even more than, more than myself with the different places you're living in, the identities that, that you, you are, have been shaped by, um, you know, I, sometimes I feel as though I've become more like myself, the further away I get from where I feel most comfortable. In my head, that made perfect sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, I'm not and mine sure. And mine too. Where when I yeah. said it
1: out loud, it yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, 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 in order to feel comfortable, when I'm, and particularly I guess this was when I was a, a lot younger, maybe even the first time I went to, to live in Japan, you know, I almost became more British mm. when I was living there, talking about it more. Saying this wonderful and that was wonderful and this is how we say this and this yeah. is what we eat here and where's the Branston pickle, you know? <laughs> that sort of. Uh, than, than I was when I was at home when you spend most of your time complaining about the fact that you know all you eat is Branston pickle and things like that. <laughs> yeah, and what's this Branston pickle stuff anyway? And I want, I want some sushi. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But it and and so it's almost as though. I've certainly found over the years, and maybe it does come down therefore then to the more experiences you do have, that you realise that you can go anywhere and do anything. And it doesn't it, it doesn't diminish no. who you are and what you hold dear and maybe what it is at the core of who you are, but it might change it. And you actually might become less clear about what you think and what your values are and what your attitudes are to things. Because you're hearing other people's yeah, yeah. ideas and you're experiencing other things. And actually that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to know what the answer is. You know, you don't have to always come back, like Douglas Adams said, you know, to the answer being forty two. That's a complete as he's said himself many a had said himself many a time, you know, he just made it up, it just sounded like a good number. You know, you can know what the answer is, but actually Ultimately, you might know what the answer
0: is, but it doesn't mean anything. So I I have no idea if this is apocryphal, and I just want to believe it's true. But um, there are 42 Smarties in a tube. So that's why their commercial was um, only Smarties had the answer. So I've gotten... I mean, I don't know which which way round that went. And
1: I... And anybody that ever listens to this podcast is now going to go and buy a few smarties yeah. Yeah. and empty them out. Yeah. So I feel as though we should also send this podcast <laughs> yeah, onto right. the yeah. smarties and say, thank yeah. you very much. We'll have a few we'll have boxes,
0: yeah. please.
1: Um, but, well, you know, it could be, because, in, and in a way, even, you know, even as if it isn't, as you've said, actually, it's as good a reason as any. Sure, sure. It's, it's absolutely yeah. as good a reason as any.
0: It's funny, because, I mean, I think the... What we're coming back to, you know, the sort of the two underlying themes are, you know, communication is paramount, right? You have to be able to explain why you're doing what you're doing. And, but equally, it's very difficult yeah. to communicate uh, an experience to somebody who has absolutely no frame of reference for what that experience means. And and so yeah. that, that sort of sense of community and identity being rooted to a fixed location is going to be threatened. And as you said, the second one is that sort of fear aspect. It's going to be threatened by the other which, I mean, realistically is a tribal thing, right? It's a protectionism. It's you no, know, we, we yes. know who we are. We stay with who we are, with our own kind. Like, I mean, that's not a new human concept. Um, I always like the the Plato's cave analogy, where, uh, have you heard this? You, I'm, I'm sure you must have heard this one. Uh, there, um, Plato it describes uh, the inside of a cave where the um, prisoners are sat on uh, stone benches facing the internal wall of the cave. And they are chained such that they can only see forwards. They are aware that there are other people to their side and presumably in front of them, but they can't can't turn around. They have to face forwards. At the mouth of the cave, there's a fire. And outside of the fire, there are the guards. So the prisoners are able to see the shadows of the guards and the shadows of the prisoners played out on the wall of the cave. And this represents their entire world. And one day, one of the prisoners manages to escape past the his fellow prisoners, past the fire, past the guards and, and into the world and sees trees and birds and, and rivers and grass. And is obviously so amazed. Has to tell his, his uh, fellow prisoners, manages to get back into the cave to explain what he's seen. And not only do they not believe him, they effectively put him to death because their frame of reference is so challenged oh. by this you know whether it's why do you want something better or okay this crazy lunatic is which I mean from their perspective he's clearly a crazy lunatic because it makes no oh. sense what he's talking about and I mean I remember <laughs> I remember having uh, been in high school and having conversations with a teacher who was saying you know about about sort of movement of people and it's like you know he'd, he'd come from a small village and I'd come from a small village and he was saying yeah you know if you know back in in middle ages England you know if you, you would never meet anybody who'd been to the next village Like it didn't happen They didn't go And if they'd been to the next village for commerce perhaps It would have been the equivalent of having gone to another country And I'm like well what would Being going to another country be like It's like that's, that's a ridiculous question It would have been like going yeah. to the moon So being an idiot kid I'm like well what would being the moon like And he's like these are ridiculous yeah. questions yes. it's, It doesn't yeah. compute There is no frame of reference that allows you To comprehend that that level of movement and if a university I suppose the paradox is universities can be very built in and entrenched with the community and still not communicate the value to that community so on Absolutely. an external perspective they leverage that community identity you know we're working class or we're, we're from the port or we're from the city or, or you know we're more agriculture they leverage that on the external basis but then if you if if sort of, you know, somebody in the external was doing the due diligence and went back to the city and talked to sort of someone in the street, well, what do you know about university? Mm-hmm. Nothing, potentially. So it's kind of yeah. that, that weird, you know, upper, I guess, upper, yeah, upper lower level communication structure, which, yeah yeah.
1: And that, and that actually then goes back to your example that you gave about Japan, doesn't it? I mean, can you imagine in the universities in which we're located, in which others are located, or all the colleges or educational institutions of people listening to this. If somebody, you know, got on a bus or got into a taxi, started, you know, asking about the university there, what kind of reaction, you know, might you might you get? Yeah. Um I sat behind two people once on a I don't have a car, so I spend quite a bit of time on buses here, there and everywhere or walking. And I sat, and this was, and I won't say the name of the institution, uh, actually, that probably would be a bit unfair, um, but it was in a smaller city anyway. Uh, and I was sitting behind uh, these two gentlemen on the bus, and we were going to the, um, the train station. Always nice to give a bit of context, you know what, uh, along. anyway, they were chatting away. And one looked at a sign, and it said Open Day. And he went, oh, look, there's, a, there's an Open Day tomorrow at the at the university and the other gentleman sitting by the side of him said oh we've got a university here and <laughs> and genuinely meant it and i well i was working i was working at the university at the time for two pins i'd said excuse me you do look it's over there you know that big thing on the hill but it was almost for him it would have been that big thing on the hill actually yeah you know how far had it really? Now that was quite that was quite a few years ago, and it certainly is an institution now that is trying to work much more closely with its with its city and its region to show its worth. But even just people knowing it's there, yeah, let alone then, yeah, knowing what it can do for them, but also what they can do for it and how they can work together. And I suppose if there's one thing, therefore, that that things like the UPP report has done, um. Is at least have us starting to reflect on how we can work in partnership and in collaboration with people, whether it's locally, whether it's nationally, and whether it's internationally, for benefit locally, nationally, and internationally as well. Yeah. Some bits will be more local, depending on what sure. what you're doing. Sure. Some bits will be more international, and I, and I think you know that probably is uh, is something that we can. We're, we're all aspiring to, but probably, as I said again at the, the beginning, uh, I think we're getting better at as institutions because we're we're directly looking at what we can do, rather than saying, "Well, it's going to sort of happen anyway, isn't it?" Well, probably it isn't actually. A bit like internationalisation, yeah. you know, numbers of years ago now, where we all had to have strategies for it because it just wasn't something that was happening in a in a systematic sort of focused sort of way. I don't think it's ever going to be um, anything that's – whether there's an answer. There's never going to be an answer. Um, It's just how how best you can deal with it at the time in which you're dealing with it, isn't it? And maybe something like COVID, you know, in in the UK, something like Brexit, you know, has showed us not only the importance of where we are and made us probably realise where we are in our locality, um, a little bit more because we've been tied to it a lot more um, but also raise for us the absolute vital importance of partnership and you know national and international partnerships you know we are dealing now with a global health crisis because internationally we've all worked together mm-hmm. but we've had to deal therefore then and make sure that things can happen locally you yeah. know so uh, I think a great example of, of, of how we can ensure we do that so maybe for us um a, a future another future podcast can be around that partnership working as well
0: yeah yeah, absolutely and and yeah, i couldn't agree more um and, and it's funny because I, I think you'd probably get opposing opinions saying, oh no, the reason we 're in this health crisis mess is because people move around if you just stay where you are and you stay where you are you know there are there are always competing perspectives yeah. on um but I think you're absolutely right at the heart of this is the ability to exchange ideas the ability to learn the ability to um, share while not losing a sense of oneself like you know I don't I don't I'm not diminished by gaining other information i i'm i grow right it's and and if i if i change from what i was then that's one path if i remain more of what i was then that's another path like it's you know but yeah this sort of this evolution to come back to the first book we wrote you know this this evolution of, of how things um move i think is is absolutely critical and and yes this pathways partnership collaborative model i think is 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 critical um Again, back to that sort of what's the purpose of university and, and how does it demonstrate impact where it goes I mean, you can't you can't internationalise just under your name There has to be some value to the people that are hosting you but Otherwise, you know, we've moved beyond it just being the, the name Like there has to be some value impact that you're, your legacy that you're giving, right So whether that's because it's more sustainable Or whether it's just because it's good to be part of a better society I, I mean, you know, different ways of looking at it
1: And of course, you're in that identity, not that identity is so fixed Mm, that there are just little circles everywhere. But if we are then looking at overseas campuses in different places, you're then within that identity of the culture and the country in which you're located there, aren't you? But somehow you want to retain and and communicate some of the values ideas attitudes and beliefs that you've got as your home identity yeah. i suppose the whole question might also then be what is a home identity because probably home just just happens to be where you are yeah at that time
0: yeah yeah exactly home is where you are often yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so we've we've managed to not solve the issue of community, we've managed to not solve the issue of yes. identity, but we've talked about Plato, yeah. Pratchett, and Branston Pickle. So we've yeah. we've done
1: <laughs> I I think that that is a standard Hill and Lamy podcast. <laughs> and we are absolutely yeah. comfortable with having no idea whatsoever what the answer is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to, we're quite excited by that, and, and to be
0: honest, it would be worrying if we came on here and said we can explain identity, because...
1: It would be, no, yes.
0: I can explain what it means to me, and that's kind of about us. And even then, I think that might be a little bit of a fluid explanation um, on any given day. So, um, yeah, hopefully, it, I mean, I, I agree. I think the the ideas we've raised were going to lead to other conversations, um, and hopefully people will uh, will tune back in for, for those. Um, but for now, it's it's communication is key um community is where you're from but also what you make of it right um wherever you go uh and and as you say there's there's much more that universities can are but can continue to do to to build on this right and to better understand it and 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 leverage it indeed right it's you know it works both ways what can you do for and what can be done for you i mean it's it's a symbiotic relationship so yeah absolutely absolutely wonderful so um yeah, I, uh, there are lots of lots of Pratchett quotes we could continue to add for education, but perhaps not not valid for uh, those of you that yeah. are interested go and check out the full canon of Terry Pratchett's work and, um, and exactly and, uh, yeah enjoy yeah. It. yeah yeah read 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 about
1: read about belonging read about, read belonging, about belonging on yes. seen academic course
0: absolutely wonderful okay well um, that's till next time till next time.